when we use a VA home loan, a lot of those things are not correct. And we're doing a disservice to the veteran by telling them that. We need to be better at our craft. We need to understand exactly what our VA loan can do for our client in our VA community and help them become homeowners. Service members should get the most out of their VA benefits for homeownership. That's our belief, and that's why we're here. So whether you're looking to own your dream home, considering refinancing, or just exploring the VA home loan process, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Helping Heroes Become Homeowners. Hello and welcome. My name is Richard Seri with Alliance Mortgage Group, and today on our podcast, Helping Heroes Become Homeowners, we're going to discuss some of the loan myths that we hear in our industry on why the VA loan isn't the best loan maybe for that customer or veteran in comparable to the FHA loan or conventional mortgage. So we're going to talk about a few topics and kind of put some truth to these claims of why you shouldn't use the VA home loan versus conventional or FHA. So first of all, we want to talk about that. What we hear is that loans going VA are hard to approve to get through underwriting. And first I want to point out that the denial rate for VA loans is about six and a half percent compared to conventional, which is at 9.6 and FHA, which is at 10.2. Now this was based on a 21 study by Polygon Research using the Humda activity, which is the information that lenders have to report to regarding credit and reason for denial. And as you can see, VA has a lower denial rate which means that you know when underwriters look at loans, they are encouraged to consider every possible appropriate factor in seeking a proper basis for approving loan applications for every qualified veteran. That is in the handbook. So when an underwriter gets a file, they're going to do whatever they can to try and find a way for that loan to get approved for the veteran to become a homeowner. Now, why do lenders want to do VA loans in conjunction to conventional and FHA. What's the benefit for lenders taking on a VA loan? Well, one is they have a better portfolio performance. The default rate is much lower than conventional or FHA. Your default rate roughly is about 1.98% versus conventional at two and a half and FHA at 9.1. So the VA loan performance, even though they're only putting zero down, they're putting nothing down, outperforms conventional and FHA. So again, when, when we're looking at these loans, you're being told that you know, they're harder to get approved, that they take longer. You know, FHA has some things in their guidelines that allow ratios to exceed your conventional and FHA threshold. If you have the residual income met and you have a high ratio, that residual income will, will offset that debt ratio if you meet the requirements in your region and the number of people in the household. So that helps the veteran get a better qualification than conventional or FHA. Our other misconception is that these loans have higher cost. They're more expensive. FHA and conventional are always going to have closing costs like VA, but VA sets a maximum of what can be charged to the veteran. And that is typically 1%, 1% max in origination cost. Now you are going to have other closing costs associated with the loan, but those items can be paid by the veteran. So it caps what the lender can charge in terms of originating that loan. Now, based on average net charges and credits, the total amount that the veteran could get charged is about $878 in compared to $1,379 for conventional and $1,197 for FHA loans. This was on a research done by Polygon 
about 431,000 total loans in comparative to those two other products. So with VA, you are protected on what charges can be associated with your mortgage because there's a cap. So those loans typically are cheaper and more beneficial for the veteran versus the other two loans we mentioned. Our other topic of discussion is since they're putting nothing down, they become a weak buyer. Now, the definition of weak buyer because they're putting nothing down really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because they have earned the right to put nothing down. That doesn't mean they don't have anything to use. They just don't have to. So when you're looking at options for the veteran, obviously the nothing down makes more sense. They can use that money elsewhere, moving expenses, buying furniture, whatever the extra money could be used towards versus putting the money towards the down payment. They can utilize that or they can just keep it in the bank. They don't have to use it for down payment. So they are electing to put nothing down. That does not make them a weak buyer. Now, what we've seen on the other side of that is on an offer is if they're putting nothing down, then if that house comes in for less than our list price or sales price, rather, they don't have enough money to pay the difference. Well, not necessarily because if they have no money down, but they have the money to do that, they can pay the difference. They have the option of doing that. Also, when we get to the point of an appraisal, we always hear appraisals take longer, the values are lower if we use a VA loan. Appraisals, regardless of the financing that you're doing, can always result in a lower value. It doesn't matter. But with VA, we have two options that we can try and get the appraisal value back up to the list price. And the first one is what's called a tidewater. And the Tidewater is basically a heads up from the appraiser to the contact you place the order through the VA portal that, hey, we need some help. We need some additional comps. We're not at list price. Now, we do not know what that shortfall is. We just know we're not getting to the list price. So we have 48 hours to get comps from the listing agent. And hopefully maybe the buying agent can help out with that as well. It doesn't have to just come from the listing agent. But we have 48 hours to give him or her additional comps to try and get there. And once we've uploaded that to the portal, the appraiser will then review and he will either deliver the appraisal at hopefully the list price, or he's going to deliver the appraisal at the value that he came up with. If we're still not there, the veteran can request a reconsideration of value to have a staff appraiser at VA review it. And if that review comes back with the additional comps that we provided, they do have the opportunity of increasing that value by a certain percentage. And that's what will be used for the loan with the notice of value being issued to the veteran. So we have two ways to rebut the value versus only one way with conventional and one way with FHA. Because once you rebut it once with both those other products, there's not a second chance to do anything with the value. Seller has to pay the cost. That's, a, that's another one that we hear a lot. You know, the offers aren't being accepted because the, the listing agent doesn't know a whole lot about the veteran or the VA loan. And they've always been told or they've been trained that the seller is going to have to pay all these non-allowable costs. It's going to be less cash to the seller if they take a VA off. That in itself really isn't completely true because the veteran is protected with the closing costs that can be charged. The veteran can pay the termite inspection. That's one that we hear that the seller always has to pay. But see, we work with customers in our industry, we work with inspectors that will also include the termite inspection at, at no charge for the veteran. So we don't have to worry about that. We also work with title companies that will eliminate or lower their escrow fee for a veteran. That's one of the non-allowables. But 
again, if you're under that 1% max, any non-allowables can go into that 1%. So the seller won't have to worry about that. The only time this becomes a challenge is if the total fees to the veteran exceed 1%, then the non-allowables have to be paid either by the lender or yes, by the seller. But typically the origination fee is less than 1%. So that does not become an issue. So it really depends on who you're working with. What lender are you working with? Are there any additional charges to maybe lower the rate on a discount cost? But even that is something the veteran can pay. So the seller you know, has to pay all the costs. That's really a misconception. And that's something that if you have any questions, you want to talk with your loan officer and ask those questions. Are the seller, is the seller going to have to pay any non-allowables on this? What we do here is if we know we have an offer that's going out on a VA loan, I will pick up the phone and I will call the listing agent and kind of go over the details of the VA loan. What, what do they know about it? What questions do they have about it? And kind of explain to them what the seller can expect in that VA transaction. Now, some of the other loan myths that we hear is, can I use the benefit, my VA benefit more than once? Some say no. Some say I'm not sure. The answer is you can. So with a veteran, if they have a VA home loan on a house that they're selling or they're retaining, that entitlement that was used for that loan doesn't necessarily have to be paid off to restore. You can have remaining entitlement that would be enough to buy the next home with still nothing down. So yes, you can have two VA loans at once if you have enough entitlement to, to do this second one. And if you don't, then we would take another option or we would work up what amount you'd have to put down to use your VA entitlement the second time, because there's still going to be a benefit to do that. You're going to get a much better rate than conventional or FHA, and you're not going to have any mortgage insurance, regardless of what you put down. So if it was a 5% down and you had to, you're still not going to have mortgage insurance, but you would if you did the other two products. So that's going to be a case-by-case -case basis. Now, if you wanted to restore that VA entitlement on the previous loan, you would have to show that loan's paid off and get that restored with VA. So you had to put nothing down on your next one. But yes, you can use your VA benefit multiple times. Wants to purchase an investment property with your VA entitlement, which you can, but here's what you do. You want to typically use that benefit and purchase a multi-unit, duplex, threeplex, fourplex, and live in one of the units as your primary residence because you have to, it has to be your primary. And the other units, you would simply rent out and increase cash flow on those other three properties. Now, if you ever decide to move out of that unit that you're occupying to purchase another primary home, you can convert that. You would have entitlement on that fourplex. But again, if you have enough entitlement to use a second time to buy another primary, you can do that. That is an option for the veteran. So you can use your benefit to increase cash flow and build wealth through real estate. One other myth that we hear is, can I have a non-veteran or spouse on the loan? which you can, if you have a non-spouse or co-borrower who is not a veteran, they can be on the loan. However, the lender may require some down payment because VA is only going to guarantee 25% of the veteran's loan. So if you have someone on there that's with you, a co-borrower that's not a veteran, VA is typically going only to insure, you know, 12 and a half to 14 and a half percent. So there'll be some requirement down, but you can still use that VA home loan benefit and still get the guarantee for the remaining portion by VA. So when we're talking about the loan miss, you know, we're talking about things that we hear in the marketplace. We're talking about, you know, the items that 
when we we're coming up to a multiple offer, the listing agent sometimes will see an offer that says VA and just put that aside because they, they don't quite understand how the VA loan works. So hopefully some of these things that we're talking about today will resonate with you and help you understand that the VA loan is a much better loan. Don't listen to the noise about the VA loan being a horrible loan because they're putting nothing down. It takes longer to get through underwriting. It takes longer to get the appraisal or the appraisal always is low when we use a VA home loan. A lot of those things are not correct. And we're doing a disservice to the veteran by telling them that. We need to be better at our craft. We need to understand exactly what our VA loan can do for our client in our VA community and help them become homeowners. So hopefully this information was useful today. I appreciate you listening on our podcast. Again, we are new to the podcast world. If you know anyone out there that may benefit from this podcast, please forward our link, our information. We'd love to hear from you if you have any comments on what we talked about today. And if you have any questions, just reach out to us at alliancemortgagegroup.net. Thanks again. If this episode has been beneficial, we'd love to hear from you. Please leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Also, for regular updates and tips, make sure to follow our social media channels, which you can find in the show notes. Until our next episode, keep making homeownership dreams come true.